0: Jamal Khashoggi, will you apologize you. to his family, thank sir? You. Thank, you. Okay. thank you. Thank you. I'm, President thank Biden. Biden, is Saudi Arabia still
1: in President
2: Biden. Oh, oh, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank you. OK, it's Friday, 15 July. Year of our Lord 2022. I'm back in the saddle. What I got, uh, I want to thank our Scottish uh, audience. You know, we've got a, the next hour. We're going to be live in Holland in the Netherlands, in fact, in The Hague with uh, Michael Young, the big audience. They t- attacked War Room last night on national television, The Globalist, about Tucker Carlson, myself, about uh, you know talking about the farmers. But I wanna thank our Scottish audience for uh, giving us the uh, British Open. We call it the Open Championship, the uh, original one of their shirts. I'll be wearing this tomorrow in our special. I'll be wearing this all weekend, the Open. wanna thank everybody. A lot going on. Uh, we got a packed show want to go to Boris Epson. Boris, I put it up on Getter a bunch of times today that this is a humiliation to think of where this country was under President Trump and where it was on world leadership and sorting things out and to see Biden who's totally illegitimate and the the nations of the world know that, that's where they're mocking us, that fist bump. And I don't know if we have the Washington Post as a Fred Ryan, do I have that? Can I put that up on screen? The CEO and publisher of the Washington Post, right? No no Trump fan. He comes out today and says afterwards it was the most humiliating thing they've seen because it showed a degree of intimacy and acceptability that MBS has been looking for. And then MBS has got the smirk to show the world, not just Saudi people show the world. We're being laughed at to our faces. This has never happened in the history of this country ever. Even as weak as Jimmy Carter was. I was in the navy at the time. It was, you know, I was a naval officer in the Pacific, and, and Carter. It wasn't great, but it wasn't it, nowhere. It not one one hundredth of it is now. Biden is mocked openly. How, Boris? How could you possibly go to the Middle East, to the House of Saud, and essentially prostate yourself, do the fist bump, and let let the Saudis mock you, let MBS mock you, Boris Epstein?
4: It speaks exactly to. To who Joe Biden is. A feckless, illegitimate, weak excuse excuse for for that's.
3: Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and reboot Boris. Do we have Monica? If not, I can go ahead and give her up. Hey Monica, let me ask you. And by the way, Monica was part of the Trump administration. She was over Treasury in comms i want to ask you about the economy for a second i don't know if we have a thing about the gas stations his hit on the gas stations monica but you're a you're a you're a a national security expert how how do we get over the by the way monica correct me if i'm wrong they know he's illegitimate this is why they almost hold him in contempt when he shows up correct ma'am
5: um, yes, I think most world leaders, Steve, understand that this is a, an illegitimate president and at the very least an incredibly weak one that is an interim president. He is in a holding pattern. So they roll their eyes as they have to deal with him.
3: What did you tell me What's your assessment of the fist bump? You know, I, I was the open championships on over at uh, the Royal Nation at, at, in St. Andrews, the home of golf, 150th. They don't show all day, Phil Mickelson. They didn't let Greg Norman show up. Everybody that did this live golf, for people that are in golf, or no sports that took the money from the Saudis, they've they've been outcast. NBC doesn't even show the players. Johnson uh, DJ Dustin Johnson was leading the tournament for eight nine hours. I think we showed five shots. That's because they went in business with the Saudis. Here, the media and this st- the they, the media still fawns, except when it's so in your grill. Can you believe he fist bumped MBS given everything, all the issues we have on the table, ma'am?
5: Yeah, actually, I can because he needs MBS desperately for the U.S. economy. He needs MBS and the Saudi regime to pump more oil, get more oil on the world market in order to bring down gas prices. And it's completely unnecessary, as we know, Steve, because the United States sits atop more energy resources than any other country on the face of the earth, including Saudi Arabia, including Russia, including Venezuela. So all of this groveling is completely unnecessary. It's a humiliation of the United States of America, but it's also a direct humiliation of the president of the United States, who talked now for a couple of years since the murder of Khashoggi, saying they're gonna be a pariah state in my administration. Administration. And now he's out there doing a fist bump, which, by the way, symbolically, Steve, is a much more intimate gesture than a handshake. So he might as well just have embraced MBS there because he's in he's in economic desperate straits here in the United States. Gas prices, inflation, all a huge drag on his presidency and on the Democrats. And so he now has put himself in the position of groveling to MBS.
3: Monica, we can't get to the bottom of inflation, the economy, the meltdown, or even help you until we get to the bottom of energy. When you were at the Treasury with President Trump, we were full spec. We weren't energy independent. We were full spectrum energy dominant. Right. They got this radical ideology now of, uh, you know, a green new deal, green sustainability. And of course, Joe Manchin, the breaking news of the days, he blew that part up. They're trying to race to do some something on, on healthcare to spend more money. Money we don't have, we're just gonna have to print out of, uh, out of treasury. But why can't, and why it even seems like the Republicans, why are we not holding them accountable? Because they've embraced this radical ideology that refuses and looks the other way at everything regarding American energy resources to, be, to exploit ourselves, but wanna go to Caracas on bended knee, go to Riyadh on bended knee, go to Tehran on bended knee, uh, even go to Qatar no good guys there on bended knee and even you know have the russians empower the russians and make the russian oligarchs wealthier than ever i i don't understand how this can go on when we sit on three saudi arabias the one in pennsylvania new york west virginia ohio the one in the permian basin and the one up in alaska we have three saudi arabias divine providence has made sure that america has three saudi arabias ma'am
5: yeah So the thing that everybody needs to understand, and they all do because they watch you every day and hopefully listen to my podcast as well. But the thing that everybody needs to know is that this is purely intentional. And there are a couple of things going on here. Number one, the Democrat communists essentially believe that America is not worthy of superpower status uh, militarily, economically, politically, culturally. So they do everything in their power when they are in positions of authority to take down the United States in terms of being a superpower. That's number one. Number two, when we talk specifically about energy, Steve, what everybody needs to understand is that, yes, the Democrat communists constantly talk about the Green New Deal and their concern for the environment and climate. And maybe as a top line issue, there is some concern there on their part, but that's not what's really uh, driving them here. The real motivation for them in attacking American energy production domestically is that they all understand that energy is the biggest lever available to them to re-engineer the US economy away from economic freedom and free market capitalism and toward a neo-Marxist system. So while they attack small businesses and they attack big corporations and, and they try to control them through ESG and all of this other nonsense, energy is the biggest of them all. And it is the fastest lever as well as the biggest one that they can leverage in order to remake the US economy, the fundamental transformation of the nation. So they are constantly having that under attack, but they also realize they need a little bit of a stopgap measure before they can get us to this transformation. And that's why Biden is out there, hat in hand, begging the Saudis, begging the Venezuelans, all of America's uh, enemies, all of these hostile regimes to try to up their output to get us through this period of time. They talk about this painful transition as if it's a great thing. Because in their mind, Steve, they constantly have their eyes on the prize and their eyes are on that prize of the fundamental transformation of the nation.
3: If we, um, how how would you recommend, because you're a messaging expert, how would you recommend we both message this and line up policies about this for the midterm elections, ma'am?
5: Yeah, no, no, it's a great question. I don't see a lot of Republicans with a lot of coordinated messaging on this, and I think they better get that really fast because we're less than four months away from the midterm elections. They need to be focused solely on the overall state of the economy, which has weakened tremendously under Joe Biden and unified democratic control in Washington. They need to focus on that aspect as well. This, this whole inflationary explosion is due to their out of control spending, as well as a Fed that has been a year and a half too late in terms of raising interest rates and starting to draw down monthly asset purchases. But if I were Republicans, I would focus my fire solely on the Democrats, total control in Washington. They were handed by President Trump the fastest economic recovery from any crisis on record, Steve, and look at what they've done with it in the last year and a half. They've completely destroyed it through out of control spending, creating this inflationary environment where we're all suffering. There are attacks on American energy so that you're paying through the nose uh, for gas. I would focus my energy almost solely on the economy. And also I'd raise the open border as well, but keep it to two or three issues that directly affect the American people. Hone in on those issues, economy, inflation, gas prices, and open border. Stick to that, nothing else. Because to most Americans, when you look at these polls, nothing else matters. Not Ukraine, not, not even the, China's like a, a distant uh, fourth or fifth or sixth issue on these polls. You focus on the issues that are directly affecting the American people every day, the economic insecurity and the economic pain, and you will win this election in a walk.
3: Monica, how do people get your shows on fire? How do they get to your show? How do they get to you on social media?
5: Uh, Well, thank you, Steve. So the Monica Crowley podcast is available on every uh, podcast platform, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Just type in Monica Crowley podcast. It'll come up. Subscribe. It's free. It will download to your phone uh, with every fresh show. So please check it out. And on social media, on Instagram, I'm at Monica Crowley underscore. And on Twitter and Truth Social, at Monica Crowley.
3: Monica, thank you very much. One of the smartest folks out there. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Steve. Monica understands both policy and how you actually explain policy. Let's go to Kansas. I got Chris Kobach in a in a in a fight out there. Chris is one of the guys that I think President Trump respects the most in this country. Legal, brilliant, legal mind. Also understands everything about uh, the disaster on the open borders policy. You're running for AG in Kansas, sir, fights all over the place there with uh, with uh, pro life. Uh, and these radicals in Kansas, I think, kind of shocks people. Chris Kobach joins us. Uh, tell us about the race, sir, of the go primary ahead. race. Yeah, yes, yes, go yes ahead, we got you. Yeah, yeah got we're you, in sir. the
6: final. We're in the final two and a half week sprint of the race in Kansas. Uh, the race for attorney general is a, an important one because if I get in there, I'll be bringing lawsuits against Joe Biden on behalf of Kansans, but they will affect all Americans on everything from the trans agenda in school to the open border to uh, the vaccine mandates. And uh, of course, as you mentioned, the, the Kansas is the first statewide vote on the abortion issue since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And so that's a huge issue out here as well. Just signs in, in yards all over the state saying, vote yes, vote no, as well as the candidate signs. So the, the politics are on fire here right now.
3: Why have they? It seems to me how that the, the Democrats have targeted Kansas. How could that be? Kansas is such a conservative state. How could the D- Democrats have targeted?
6: Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, one is that uh, this, if Kansas votes no and does not restore the right of the legislature to restrict or control and regulate abortion, right now the Kansas Supreme Court has invented an invisible right to an abortion in the in the state constitution. If the If the vote yes campaign fails and the vote no campaign wins, Kansas will become an abortion oasis, a a go-to state for abortion throughout the Midwest. So the pro-abortion forces want that, because if abortion is restricted in Texas, as it is in Missouri, Oklahoma, then they want to create a destination state for abortions. And and unfortunately, they're trying to do that to our home state in Kansas. Um, and, And Kansas is a red state, but... Kansas is not a deep red state like say Oklahoma or Utah. Uh time from time to time uh, Democrats do win statewide elections in Kansas. They've won half of the governor's races for the past 60 years. Yeah. So uh we have to fight hard.
3: <laughs> Chris just hang on for one second. If you, I know you're traveling around and your pickup but just just uh hang on for a second. Short break. Chris Kobach in Kansas running for AG Boris Epstein with some analysis of fundraising that's been going on with uh, Governor DeSantis all next in the world. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit
4: pandemic with stephen k bannon
5: the epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide
4: war room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon okay
3: mypillow.com promo code war room remember mike got the hook from walmart is out of all the big box stores now so if you want to support him or you want to get these great products you can do both You've got to go to these to the online sellers like ourselves. MyPillow.com promo code Worm got the sheet sale $39.98, normally over a hundred bucks for the queen size twins. I just realized today 29 I think $98. So go check it out. Uh, we've also got the buy one, get one freeze. We've got all the pillows at $19.88. That's the Walmart price. You can get it here just like the big box stores. MyPillow.com promo code WARM. support the fight. For freedom. Let's go back to Chris Kobach. Talk about fight for freedom. Kobach, what are the one or two biggest issues for folks in Kansas right now as regards to the attorney general race, sir?
6: I would say, Steve, probably the number one issue is uh, the fuel prices and inflation. And, you know, it affects all the races. And one of the things the attorneys general can do if they have the backbone is they can bring lawsuits against the illegal Biden policies such as shutting down drilling such as shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline. They're, they're also threatening to uh, cut off drilling in Kansas by regulating a certain species, believe it or not, the prairie chicken. They tried doing this under the Obama administration and cut off drilling in the western third of the state. So that's probably the number one issue, inflation and oil prices. And number two is probably abor- abortion just because of the, uh, the, the issue on the ballot, and it's going to be up to the next attorney general to restore Kansas's pro-life laws as quickly as possible after the people hopefully vote yes on the amendment concerning life.
3: Chris, we're gonna go in the next hour, live to The Hague and about these farmers in, uh, in, in Holland who almost are the second most productive farmers in the world. In fact, with Little Netherlands, I think they're the second biggest food exporter outside the United States, given how important, how central is Kansas in agriculture. And, and these guys are being driven out of business because of these crazy environmental laws. All getting back to energy, and all getting back to fertilizer and nitrogen and all that. Uh, wh- what could you do? Is is that pressure? Do you see that pressure coming to the farmers in Kansas? Are the farmers in Kansas under pressure from the radicals in the Obama administ- uh, in the Biden administration and also the Democrats on Capitol Hill that literally want to destroy farmers in this country, sir? Uh,
6: there certainly is the pressure on uh, diesel prices and on fertilizer prices. And actually, Steve, we have uh, we, we live on a small farm. And, it, you know, it's not our sole source of income or anything like that. But we, we see the prices uh, and the effect on farming ourselves personally in our pocketbook. So I would not I'd say it's not like it is in Netherlands where you've got an all out assault on farming based on some radical left green agenda. But you do see uh, farming really stretched thin because the prices are just off, you know, off the charts. And that's going to be affected. That's going to affect the price of the grocery store in the months down the road. So farming is definitely feeling the pressure of the Biden policies as well. Um, I, I sure hope we never face anything like the Netherlands is seeing, though, uh, because you would, see, you would see pitchforks and revolution uh, among uh, states like Kansas where farming is such an important part of our economy.
3: Thank God. One last time, why, why is Kansas, given the, you know, the, the nature of people in Kansas, the kind of hardworking, salt of the earth, religious, why have, they, why have the Democrats singled out Kansas for the abortion issue?
6: Well, uh, you know, I look, as I mentioned in the previous segment, they want to make Kansas an, a destination state. They the other thing is Kansas is relatively a relatively cheap media state, so the cost of winning a referendum in Kansas is much less than the cost of, say, winning a, a, re- a constitutional referendum in Colorado or in and you you pick some of the states with the, the larger metro areas, so the, the out of state money uh, can can gain more traction and achieve more in a, in Kansas than in can in other places. So I think those are the two main reasons. Uh, the pro-abortion forces have uh, focused so much attention on Kansas.
3: By the way, you're one of the individuals. Real quickly, just can, can you give your legal background, your training in the university you went to? I remember President Trump was just blown away by your, your academic credentials. Can you just walk the uh, audience through? But sure, your credentials sure. Yeah, I, I graduated, yeah
6: sure. I, I graduated from college at, at Harvard, uh, the top of my class in, in government. And then I went to law school at Yale and also got a doctorate uh, from Oxford University in England.
3: Not too shabby, as President Trump would sh- say. How do people – look, you're beloved by this audience, given what you've done to support the sheriffs down in, in, the, in, the, uh, in South Texas and the Rio Grande Valley and your, your great fight uh, to make sure that we're not an open borders nation because every, every state's a border state. Every, every town's a border town. So you're beloved by this audience. People want to know how can they support your campaign? Where do they go?
6: Uh best thing to do in the final sprint would be to uh, go to our website and, and ship in whatever you can with a credit card donation. It's Chris kriskobac dot com, dot com. And uh every dollar, every penny goes straight up on the air uh or into the uh, radio ads or you name it. We just everything's going up now in the final sprint.
3: That's Chris Kobach all one word. Chris dot com? Yes. Chris Kobach, fight on! Know you drive around the state barnstorming, so good luck, sir. One of the great Boris, I think it's still one of the biggest, one of the biggest blown calls, not making him head of DHS in the first days of the Trump administration. So many things have been different, but hey, we'll take care of that in the second term. Um, Boris, first off, let's play. Let's play this short clip. I got. I got to play this Joe Biden. I know I had you on here for other reasons, but I can't I can't play I can't get enough of this Biden thing. Can we go ahead and play this?
0: To Americans who are looking for that relief now, when should they expect to see a real change in prices, though they've already well, been, been coming a down? Chance. They've already they're, been coming down.
6: That's right. They've been coming down every single day, the best of my knowledge. When
0: will we see the impact of this visit?
6: I suspect you won't see that for another couple weeks.
0: And we'll see more when we see gas stations start to lower their price consistent with what they're paying for the oil.
2: That's
3: wow going after the gas station guys oh my god that he the guys hated throughout the country let's face it it's gone from you don't have these kind of numbers if you're not detested he's detested and i think one of the reasons he's detested and i don't care if little jamie raskin and and shifty shift and benny thompson he's he was never elected president of the united states sorry you first of all, he couldn't have had these numbers the, the these numbers are these numbers are are so low as to be mathematically impossible unless a group of people didn't vote for you and certainly didn't get 81 million votes. That's a joke.
4: And don't anybody insult our intelligence by trying to push that Boris Epstein. No doubt about it. And I mean, also, he looks so terrible. I mean, I know it's, it was late in the Middle East, but it's, it, it, wh- whoever is you know working with, with, with Joe Biden, I'm begging, begging, just do a little better, okay? And we know he's illegitimate. We know he, he doesn't have any of his faculties left but hey, to his handlers, that's still a guy, illegitimate, but still the guy representing America across the world. And today was an embarrassment. That fist bump, that was an embarrassment. What is that? Are, are you, you know, are you, are you the, the even a legitimate, but president of the United States, or are you just some guy on a business trip? What are you doing fist bump? Okay? Just, and, and and by the way, this is supposed to be somebody you called the pariah, and now you're obviously sucking up to him. I thought Monica Crowley made a good point. Could have just given the guy a big hug, which, by the way, he gave Abbas a Mahmoud Abbas of the PLO a huge hug. Oh, hey, the worldwide known terrorist. Hey, you hate the Jews. Let me give you a big old hug. Joe Biden is right now on likely the worst international trip in the history of America. I'm, I'm, I'm really at, you know, in a tough moment to find a worse one. Because think about what happened when President Trump went overseas. You were there for, 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 for that beginning key trip. Yeah. Think about what happened. He came came across with strength. He came across with power. He conveyed American prestige and American excellence. Joe Biden does the opposite. He's got no idea what's going on. Gas prices, oh, a couple of weeks, and oh, yeah, let's blame the little guy. Let's blame the gas station owners. Absolutely pathetic, and again, underscoring why Joe Biden is barely now, barely, in the double digits, in the teens in his approval rating. And let's not forget that whole big 1% with young people.
3: Well, Trump goes over and gets, Trump goes over and gets a huge deal. They're gonna stop terrorism, we're gonna do all this. I mean, it's power. Then he goes to Israel, then he goes to Rome. That was a power move. This is so, you're over there and bend a knee and you, you prostrate yourself. Look, we got Frank Gaffney on in the next hour. We're gonna talk about Ukraine and now all the countries in Europe are imploding because of it. But we also got Frank on to talk about the Iran situation. I mean, you gotta, how close is Iran to a nuclear weapon? I mean, it's only an existential threat to the entire area. I mean, this thing with Biden is so bad. But I got to ask you about, um, I, I want to ask you about this, the Ron DeSantis today. And we've, we've been very positive on, on DeSantis. Of course, some of the left-wing media sitting Cortez and, and Boris Epstein and Bannon are going off on Ron DeSantis. We're not going off on Governor DeSantis. We, I think, Boris, you agree. We hold Governor DeSantis in incredibly high regard. We think he's a fantastic governor. We know he's I got see. a tougher fight. Than I think I, I think he's doing great stuff he's he's got a tougher fight i think ahead of him than people realize for this governorship but he's well, he's Charlie announced Chris. but everybody's going gaga all the never trump guys are going gaga today over these over these numbers and i haven't gone through throwing bars i just need to stay for a couple minutes on the other side we're jammed sure. in the second half hour but did he is it is ken griffin the guy we just ran out of illinois that put 40 million dollars in back of some guy who was a democrat and darren bailey had to beat and cortez schleps around there for a week did he take
4: ten million dollars from Ken Griffin? Am I hearing? Am I seeing that right? That's ten. Uh, that's right. Ten million dollars to Governor DeSantis from Ken Griffin. A lot of money from big corporations in twenty twenty two. Over twenty percent of the money given to Governor DeSantis of Florida. And, and, and this is important to say: all this money is for his Florida race. And under under federal laws, that money can never be used for anything else. It can only be used for his Florida reelection race. It's it for for first gubernatorial race. That's all, that, that's all it's there for. So yes, $10 million from Ken Griffin, a, a known avowed, Never Trumper, about over 20% from, from donors outside, outside of the state of Florida for a Florida-only only race and a lot of money from big corporations, including Big Pharma, Big Healthcare, HCA, uh, and, and others. Here's, you know, here's the bottom line, and we've talked about it all week. We have high esteem for Governor DeSantis. He's got really a strong future and the Republican Party and and potentially could be a strong candidate for president, no doubt about it. But that time is not now. The American people demand and want their leader back. And that leader is President Donald J. Trump. No doubt about it. President Donald J.
3: Trump. Boris, hang out just for one second and we'll hold you through the break. we got Got Ben Burkwam, big breaking news on the border. We've got Carl Palladino. That's a heat-seeking missile. Just got endorsed by Matt Gates, and we got Caroline Wren. All next in the War Room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system. Allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N.
0: We will govern for a hundred years. His vision is almost messianic. Bannon sees himself as the narrator in a grand
4: conspiracy of his own devising. In rare interviews, CNN investigates the man and his Don't master lie. plan.
3: What's about you have no proof. We've looked at all the facts.
4: What did Bannon bring to you? Bannon was calling the place. He seems to have no limits. CNN Special Report, Steve Bannon, divided we fall, Sunday at 8. Stephen K. Bannon.
5: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
4: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
3: Boris, I know that you use the uh, you went to the unplugged.com site uh, forward slash warroom yes, and Download time. the app. Tell, tell me this is this is Eric Prince's obsession, but I've gotten rave reviews. People give people give me 30 seconds on, on unplugged.com.
4: Steve, secure, untrackable, safe, encrypted. This is where we need to be because we know that American government, foreign governments, the Chinese Communist Party, the war room posse is under attack. Okay. We know it from the the, the crooked J6 committee that's attacking President Trump and all the followers of the president. We've got to be secure. We've got to be encrypted. We need to protect our information. And Unplugged does that. Unplugged. Uh, unplugged.com dot forward slash war room.
3: Yeah, go check it out. By the way, best encryption key ever, uh, Boris. I oh, want to get. We're going to come. We're we'll come back next week, and we're going to do break down the Governor DeSantis uh, numbers. Uh, how do people get to you on uh, on 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 social media, sir?
4: Stephen, real quick, on that, to the folks at Mediaite, and everybody else watching. First of all, thanks for tuning in, and, and 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 Daily Beast, and whoever else, all everyone who loves us, all our biggest fans. Thanks for spreading the word. And and again, here is the bottom line we've got respect for Governor DeSantis. There's no two ways about it. What we're saying is right now, at this moment in this country, our country has grave problems. And we need the strongest, broadest shoulders to resolve those problems. And that is President Donald J. Trump. And what we need is we need to make sure we're united behind him, united behind his leadership, and the polling is already showing that he's got it going away. So let's make sure that we are dead focused on winning in 2022 and then ensuring that President Trump walks into the Oval Office, the latest, Jan 20, 2025. My socials, BorisCP.com is the website. We had a hot newsletter come out this morning, so everybody's got to go sign up. BorisCP.com is the website. Sign up right now. Hot on Getter at BorisCP, on Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, and the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong, God bless, and Shabbat Shalom.
3: You're going to be live uh, putting up on, on, on Truth Social and on Getter and Twitter during the, at eight PM Eastern Daylight Time on Sunday night for uh, the, the "Divided We Fall" CNN special on Steve Bannon and his master plan to take over—what is it—to deconstruct the government, take over the Republican Party, and remake America—I think—is the pitch. Boris Epstein—is that the pitch? Yeah,
4: the the, the 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 love the love story from CNN. The God, uh, the, the the. the the odd to to Steve. Bannon just watch. The, while we tell
3: them. Just watch the war room. You get the master plan every day, right between the eyes. Boris, thank you.
4: Just want to, I would Go. rather they simulcast it. And by the way, hey, uh, the, here's an idea to those folks that CNN seen it who are undoubtedly watching. You would do so. Take the five to six hour. Okay, I think you got fake Tapper on there. Put that in the trash. Simulcast, simulcast down, the war room. We're going to blow it out for you guys. Quit, Let's have a quit, good time. Shabbat
3: quit, shalom. Quit, quit, quit heckling, Jake. Okay, thank you, Boris. Um, I want to go now. Okay, this is, once again, Real America's Voice, investigative reporter on the border, always doing great work. I want to give a warning to this, particularly a lot of folks, the homeschoolers and the family hour have the, have the kids around. We're gonna show a little bit of rough footage from the border, so I'm just forewarning everybody. Denver, let's go to play, and then we'll bring in Ben Burkwam down in NACO, uh, Naco, uh, Arizona.
1: So they're being they're being pushed to their limits. We're seeing larger, larger groups crossing uh, every day, whereas before we were seeing smaller groups crossing uh, constantly, twenty four seven. Now we're seeing every two to three hours, groups of several hundred crossing, and it's uh, putting more of a strain, you know, on the Border Patrol and the National Guard and everyone down here. Uh, the sheer numbers that Border Patrol is processing every day are or within the thousands, you know, daily. We've been seeing the number of deceased have been uh, rising dramatically. Uh, before, we were getting averaging about one, one a day, and in about the past, say, three to four weeks, we've been averaging anywhere between uh, three to seven to about 10 deceased a day. Uh, we're seeing more people uh, succumbing to the heat and we hear our radio, uh, radio traffic constantly. Just a little while ago, there was another deceased reported. The numbers of people that are crossing right now in this weather, uh, it's very dangerous. Our local funeral homes are getting filled up with deceased, unfortunately.
3: Ben joins us from NACO, Arizona. By the way, I wanted people to see that. Your taxpayer, your government's doing this, you're paying for this. Look at the human tragedy. This is a biblical proportion. Ben Burkwam, tell us, and you're in NACO. That's that's also a pretty tough neighborhood, sir. What are you doing down there?
0: Yeah, Steve, that was uh, the footage right there was never before seen. That's from uh, Deputy Constable Bowles of Eagle Pass, Texas. I was just down with him. And that's what he's seeing. And this is a small sector, uh, the, the Eagle Pass area. And that's what they're seeing in that little sector. Up to 10 people a day dying coming across the border because of Joe Biden and the left's open border policies. That's what open policies do. They don't protect anyone. It's killing America and it's also killing the people that the left pretends to care about. The same thing is happening here in NACO. Right behind me is the wall uh, and ra- actually right immediately behind me. This is an environmentally protected area. This is what we see all over the border areas that have, are overgrown, uh, that the that we don't manage any longer. These are corridors for the illegals. we were just in Douglas, Arizona last night. So as we're spending all this time looking at places like Yuma and Eagle Pass and Roma and where all these massive groups are coming across, this is where the, the cartels are sending their drug smugglers and their human trafficking. Mm. This is the, the actually we're just about a mile away from uh, where I was out here with another sheriff who we saved the life of an illegal alien that had come across. Uh, he ended up in the hospital for five days. And I just got word today that he did survive, but this is happening every single day. And it is at the feet of the Democrat leftist open border uh, policies that are inviting this. They are inviting the death and despair that we're seeing. Yeah. And and they're destroying America at the same time. Yeah,
3: the, the Eastern Russian speaking border of Ukraine is not in the vital national security interest of the United States. We have no fight there. We just don't. We have one on That's our right. southern border. Ben, are you doing another special? People are still raving about it. Last week it played at four o'clock before the president's uh, rally in Alaska. Is, are, do you have another, I know you're working on one, but is another special up this week or where do we stand on these?
0: Yeah, we're working on it right now. Actually our next one will be with Kerry Lake uh, and we'll be back with Sheriff Lamb, Mark Lamb of Pennell County. Uh, that one will be airing within the next two weeks. Uh, we were trying to time it with the Trump rally and it looks like we're gonna be pushing that back obviously with the sad news uh, of Ivana uh, where the, the rally's being pushed back. And so we're going to be airing that as well. But yeah, you can see that uh, America's Voice News uh, law and border. We're showing you what no one else is going to show you. We're taking you to the places yeah. that the left doesn't want you to see because you need to see it. America needs to see it. And my one request, Steve, is that anyone that watches this, the footage that we air, please share it everywhere. Tag CNN yeah. as Boris yeah. said tag the Daily Beast, yeah. tag MSNBC, tag them all and say, shame on you for allowing this to happen. They're part of it. They're complicit.
3: 100%. Ben, uh, you be safe down there. Ben Burkwam, real quickly, give your social media so people can get you
0: 24-7. I'm going to be posting that video you just saw. Uh, aired first on War Room, but I'll be posting on all my social media at Ben Burkwam and then frontlineamerica.com. And of course, uh, you guys have to follow americasvoice.news. Download the app if you don't have it on your phone.
3: I want to thank Real America's Voice for the, 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 all the backing they give to Ben. Best investigative team on the border around Ben Burkwam. Thank you very much, sir. I want to thank Thanks, the guys sir. in Denver for let us play that footage too. People just got to be warned. It's it's rough, but hey, this is reality. You got to deal with it. Uh, from the border of Arizona uh, up to New York State, New York 23, great folks up there. Carl Palladino. Carl, here's the question. A guy that's accomplished as much as you've accomplished in my life and has accumulated as much wealth that you've earned for hard work. Why, sir, would you want to go and serve in Congress?
2: Well, there's probably a touch of insanity to it. Uh, The way I was raised by my parents, uh, we believe in truth. And I'm not seeing that in Washington. And I think it's terrible. I think I'm looking at a bunch of rhinos at best, uh, unable or unable personally, okay, to confront the demons that the Democrats have presented. And I think that's
3: disgusting. And Carl, tell us about, uh, hang on, sorry. I want you to tell this audience about yourself. Get a little background because I would tell ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, you think they hate Trump? You think the Republican establishment hates Trump? They almost hate Carl Palladino as much. So tell us what is in your background of why the Republican establishment hates Carl Paladino, sir? <laughs> well, uh, I think it's
2: relatively simple. I, I, I say what's on my mind, and uh, you know if that uh, Donald Trump and I are good friends. Uh, I was there with him in 2013, and uh, and and if anything, uh, we learned from each other, and we uh, uh, we believed in, in in just saying what was on our minds and what was it, uh, what was important or what should be important to the people, uh, because I mean we're from the private sector. I I came up as a young lawyer. Well. In 1971, I, uh, I got out of the army. I was in the service for 11 years, total active and reserve, and and I uh, uh, I I had gone to law school and and I became a, a an active lawyer and a developer uh, over those initial years, and uh, found that uh, politics was anathema to me for a long time, uh, and finally I said somebody else isn't going to get up and stand there and, and say the right thing. So I'm going to have to do it. And I did things like I ran for the school board. I, w- I, s- I served on the school board. They eventually threw me off for all the wrong reasons. And and uh, 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 they, couldn't, they couldn't take truth. And uh, uh, so I, I endured that and went on to be politically, somewhat politically active. Uh, when I saw Donald Trump I just gravitated to him because he was of the same nature. We had some long conversations, and 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 we found that we had uh, mutual feelings about a lot of these, a lot of the issues, and a lot of the uh, the lack of responsibility and accountability to the people of the state of New York that we were seeing and, and other weak politicians that were being elected to office for all the wrong reasons because the leadership of the parties, okay, uh, whether it be Republican or Democrat, were giving us candidates that. That we just uh, we we knew from the outset these people were not capable. They might be good talkers, they might be good walkers, but they they certainly couldn't do the job for the people in the state of New York. And that that's something that we I think we have in common, and we, we witnessed, and uh, uh, it was sort of a motivating factor for me. Yes, I've been very successful in business. Uh, uh, I, I'm very happy about that and in a way. This is payback for me to pay back uh, for to the people of our community, okay, for the support they gave me over the years and, and whether it be in the private sector or politically. Uh, yeah, I'm a happy guy. I'm happy with what I'm doing, I have a great family, and I, uh, uh, I, I emulate uh, people like us. I tell
3: you what, we're gonna go to break, but here's the question I wanna ask you and wanna answer over the break. Why is a guy, because same thing with Trump, why is a guy that's happy, fulfilled, been successful, gives back to the community, has a great family? Today, politics is the politics of personal destruction. They have to come after you. So, Carl, take a think about that. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back in a moment with Carl Palladino in New York 23. He is an example of the type of person that President Trump has inspired. We've seen him all over the country. This is, this is why MAGA is ascendant because people that have put so much into their lives and been successful are sitting there going, you know, there's something bigger here. There's something more important here. And I see what President Trump has done. President Trump didn't need to do any of this. President Trump did, you know, had a great family, had these golf courses all become parts of the open rota and all the top t- t- tournaments here in the United States, a loving wife, great kids, uh, wealth uh, revered by everybody. I thought about it today. He'd have been over at the British Open, he'd been at St. Andrews today, day, and he would have been idolized by what he had done with golf and helping golf. But that's not the case. He's attacked every moment of the day, 24-7. And so is Carl Palladino. The question is why. What do they represent that the establishment detests and fears? Next, in the world. Let's take down the Hey, did you hear where this Arizona real estate agent found the home she lived in, listed for sale? Hey, the problem was she wasn't selling her home. She was the victim of home title fraud, a devastating crime happening all over the country. According to the expert at Home Title Lock, the crime is incredibly profitable and hard to detect. An identity thief simply fakes a title transfer for your home and refiles it as the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home or sells it. Typically, identity theft services don't cover you, and neither does homeowners insurance, but Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down and help get your home back in your name. Here's what you should do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and read the testimonials from FBI agents and government officials. Then register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. And when you protect your home, tell them Steve Bannon sent you to get your free 30 days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, 30 days free protection if you do it today.
0: The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology, no more selling your personal data. No more censorship, no more cancel culture, enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
3: Okay, make sure you get all over Getter. We're gonna be live, uh, what is it? We're gonna be live chatting during the uh, CNN, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time with uh, our master plan. So Bannon, Divided We Fall, I think it is, is going to be a, a deconstruction of the war. Make sure you're there. Um, also, um, CPAC, go to conservative.org. We're going to be at C- Victor Orban, President Trump, Stephen K. Bannon, many others. Also, the war room to be there, I think, for three days. As soon as I can retain Vish, Vish, our, our, our party, our, our, our social coordinator, events coordinator, just kidding. Um make sure you go to conservative.org and check it out. They, we want as many war room posse people from the Dallas area, Texas, all around come because it'll be a very special couple of days. Um, Carl Palladino. So Carl, give me one or two reasons why they hate you almost as much as they hate Donald
2: Trump, sir. Because I'm not Washington. I can't be bought. I'm an independent soul. I've, I'm willing to express my feelings. I don't have, uh, I don't have the, the, I don't have that, well, I give up type of attitude. I go for, I go for the juggler when I'm arguing. And on day one, I have stated publicly that I would introduce a resolution to impeach Joe Biden. Uh, why? Well, for me, the high crimes and misdemeanors start with Afghanistan. And when, when a president on his very first day in office can shut down the Canadian pipeline giving us oil, and shut down leasing to American producers, okay, of American lands and maritime rights, uh, when he can do that without any hearings, without any discussion, in the interests of who? Big oil. Why? When he, when our president, can shut that down, and now be begging on hand and knee the Saudi prince to increase their their capacities uh, uh, on drilling, so as to do, do so the hard, as, do the hardworking,
3: do the hardworking folks up there above uh, New York Twenty Three. When they see a president of the United States prostate himself in front of the royal house of Saud to beg them for oil. How does that sit with folks up there, particularly veterans, sir? Not well.
2: Not well at all. My father fought for this country. I served for my country. The people up here, generally, okay, that, that did serve or whether they served or not, they they can't stand what they're watching. That's why this man has a thirty uh, percent approval rate. He doesn't belong there. He's not only he's not only incompetent. He's He's, he's detached. He doesn't even know what the issues are. His, and his handlers, he has hired terrible handlers, okay, who can't do the job. They, can't, they don't even recognize how far off the edge they are. They're off the reservation. And it's time for the American people to, to send that message clearly in this coming year's elections, okay? I think it's going to be a big Republican year. I think they're going to send a message loud and clear to Joe Biden: get out. Yep. Did we lose Carl? Oh,
3: you got, no. Hey, Carl, let, one, let me one more thing: is that the Republican establishment is going to want to, everybody get along down here and get all the donors and all the lobbyists, everybody happy? Uh, you know, we're going to have a big sweeping win, but they want to go back to business as usual. They're not going to want to hear from Carl Paladino up in New York Twenty Three that they want to impeach Joe Biden. That that's going to be off message. What's mm-hmm. your message to uh, leadership?
2: Same message I've been sending right along. I have nothing to do with them. I haven't asked for their support. I'm going to go there and I'm going to speak for the people. And whether they like it or not, these are the th- the things that I talk about are the things I'm going to do. And they can't intimidate me. and not intimidatable. They can't buy me. They can't in any way affect what I I, I do and what I say. What and do you I mean? Will, what
3: do you mean you can't hold on. What do you mean you can't be bought? Trump, President Trump couldn't be bought either because he came in with enormous wealth. But it, the, the little guy pitched in and supported him because he put him in the room, not in the room, not in the deal. Trump put him not just in the room, but they had the table. Why can't you be bought?
2: Can't be bought. As I was taught. That's what I was taught when I was a kid. My father gave me those values. And I'm very happy about having those values and having the opportunity uh, to go and speak for the little guy. And that's who I will speak for. Yes, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, you know, it's, there's different ways of buying people. You buy them through some kind of political pressure, you buy them through conditioning and experiences and whatever. And it's, it's sad that people give up their values and surrender their values. For all the wrong reasons and it's just terrible and I I can't People, up. You know?
3: Carl, how do people find out about more about you personally, your story and how do they find out about your campaign up in New York 23 to be the Republican representative there, sir?
2: Uh, they can go to carlpalladino.com uh, They can follow me on Facebook, uh, Palladino uh, for Congress and they can follow me on Twitter at Carl Palladino, New York, and uh, uh, I—I'll do my best. Thank you,
3: Carl. Thank you very much. Looking forward to following this race. Like I said, you are a disruptor, just like Donald J. Trump. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of establishment types that are not happy about the, you being in this race. But thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, New York 23. The, that district, they don't come any better than the folks up in New York 23. That is the salt of the earth. Okay, next hour, we're going to go to The Hague. Talk about salt of the earth. The farmers in Netherlands. This is a global story, and guess who doesn't like it? The World Economic Forum, and also the media. Media was attacking last night. The great Tucker Carlson, and yours truly, the war room, saying that why we, why are these right-wing fascists in the United States sticking their nose in this? We're going to go to, we got Michael Jan, the great combat Correspondent is going to be live in The Hague. We got Michael next. We got Ben Harnwell in Rome. Europe is now, uh, I think they've had enough Ukraine, the people there. Governments are starting to shake all over. Also have Jeff Brain on his support for the Dutch farmers. A lot going on. Frank Gaffney's going to talk to us about, guess what? What happened in Saudi Arabia today? The Iranians, Ukraine, all of it. Geopolitics, economics next in War Room Battleground.